Welcome to the Honest DP Podcast. We're the podcast for health professionals and the wider community looking to explore diverse ideas in health, ask some hard questions, and have some honest conversations. My name is Archie. I'm an EP based on Sydney's Northern Beaches. And joining me, as always, is Allied Health Business Owner, who is not in the studio right now, Andrew, and also the team from Exercise Physiology Memes, Megan and Dave. We're going to jump back into part two of our conversation with them. If you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to it. It's a good conversation. We're going to pick up and cover the rest of our really good content with them now. Hope you enjoy. Oh, where were we? I think we were laughing about something. Oh, dear. Yeah. Anyway, so I had another meme from you guys. I feel like the memes have actually gotten us through a decent amount. To be honest, it's covering all the other topics too. Yeah, which is great. So I have one more for you guys here, uh, which is who would win older adult edition? Uh, and it's got an old bloke. Uh, and I don't really care about that it's an old bloke. It could be, uh, it could be anyone mm. based on this meme here. Uh, it's got an old bloke lifting a barbell saying 12 weeks progressive resistance training, two to three sets, eight reps, 80%, one RM twice weekly versus one floppy boy. And it's a picture of a yellow TheraBand <laughs> here, one of those paper thin ones. And my question for you guys is... What's your issue with floppy boys? <laughs> <laughs> to they clarify, theme, it's TheraBands. It's a TheraBand. <laughs> I, I prefer floppy boys. Floppy boys. Um, we literally posted about floppy boys earlier today as well. Yeah, oh, true. did you? Well, I don't even care about this specific meme. I just care about well, what's your issue Why with TheraBands? Yeah. Dave? <sighs> Hit me. Give me the rant. These were Dave's memes, all the floppy boy ones, on. so it is D- Dave's oh, thing. Oh, man. You're <laughs> throwing me under the bus. Um... <laughs> I suppose, you know, the, the whole principle of being progressive with your stuff, it's like, how much progress does a floppy boy allow? <laughs> it's floppy, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> the yellow, point out as well, it's the yellow TheraBand. Yeah. So, like, the black ones will give him the black one. I think the black one's pretty tough. Mm. But the yellow ones are just too, not enough resistance, in our opinion, in our humble opinion. For I feel like I'm getting stitched up right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you put your memes on social media. They're up there for critique. You, you're right. You're you know right, who yeah. we're not going to get a sponsor from? TheraBand. TheraBand. <laughs> I don't know. Like... We are a bit tongue-in-cheek about it. Maybe they'll misinterpret everything. Yeah, maybe they'll think. free exposure. love our product. Bad press is good press. <laughs> or maybe they'll go, we'll show them what a good quality floppy boy can do. Yeah. yeah. And they'll then you guys go, wow, we take everything back. Uh, this brand of floppy boy is very effective. Yeah. Mm. And or then just go, like us working out with floppy boys and, <laughs> you know. That's the character. Some arc. sort of trans- yeah, transformation, 12 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> As they do. As they do. Oh, dear. Um, Andrew, what's your opinion on floppy boys? <laughs> I, I think floppy boys like out- actually outdate me. Um, I don't think we had floppy boys. Oh, what are you back then, mate? It's a. It was we we had theraband, and I'm presuming that's something yeah. similar. <laughs> <You don't know. laughs> This, this terminology of floppy boys He's is very his age. new to me, wow. and I'm I'm very I'm very concerned about it. <laughs> It just means TheraBand. Right. Okay. Very good. You can say Go TheraBand on. if you feel more comfortable. Go on, Grandad. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Well, well, I think you kind of touched on it before, right? Like, floppy band, floppy boy, not band, boy. Should be one one tool in the arsenal. If if you're relying on that to do progressive overload with people, you've, you're only going to get so far. 
um, no matter how many times you kind of wrap it around and double it over and things like that. There needs to be, if you are providing evidence-based treatment, then there needs to be a progression. Mm-hmm. And if if this is as far as it goes, like like my four-year-old can probably do that. So a 60-year-old probably needs something a bit more. Yeah. Totally agree. Well said. Well said. Mm. Um, I have another question. Not not specific to floppy boys, um, but there was another meme on. <laughs> Sorry. I can't get over the Saying it out loud is just... It doesn't sound right. doesn't sound quite right. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll put the FB word away. We'll put it away. Um, this one's specifically on uh, shoulder rehab. Uh, where'd it go? Did I lost it. But it was like comparing um, like the basic ex- physio type exercise... Sorry, throwing physios under the bus here. They can deal with it. They'll be all right. Um, of like your basic pendant position, external rotation versus like other like good quality shoulder exercises. Dave, working, because I know like you work in like a GP clinic kind of setting. Um, I assume sometimes you don't have a whole lot of time with people. Well, I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have at least a 45-minute initial. Oh, nice. And uh, depending on what the person sort of after, I'll have at least a 30-minute 30, 30 subsequent. Nice. But, yeah, I've, um, I, I seem to get enough, like, if anything, like if they don't want to visit a gym with me or whatever, um, I usually find that if in the interest of upgrading exercises and things like that, uh, 30 minutes will often be pretty good. But my preference is to like go to a gym and have like the options there sometimes that's just not feasible so um i'd say i've 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 never necessarily struggled for time but i do work with physios who will block out 15 minute slots and stuff like that yeah nice okay cool great well in in terms of like when you're trying to provide a prescription for someone uh and they come in for like shoulder pain and the gp's gone hey go see dave um and it'll help you out. He'll give you some exercise and you'll feel great kind of thing. Do you ever feel like you're attracted to going back to doing your basic ex- external rotation kind of movement? Or have you gone away from it? Well, I don't, I don't think I ever, ever did it. I, I um, That meme is like a uh, personal experience. I had uh, I used to work as a glassy in a pub and I would I was I could stack like 20 glasses above the ear no fear um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and your shoulders just always in and you're always carrying heaps of stuff and I had this really nasty shoulder impingement so I went to a physio who's like well renowned in the area I'm from and he, he that's literally the only exercise he gave me so I do this just one three sets 20 times wonderful every day oh, and I I don't know, I did it for a while, didn't seem to get much better, but it just kind of st- struck me as though he was just giving me, like, he understood the natural course of uh, recovery and that, you know, you rest it for a bit, it's probably going to get mostly better. And then he just gives me this exercise so I can say, that guy fixed me so good, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. It's kind of how I view that. Um so I take a much different approach in, in practice. It's uh, probably boring in terms of a podcast, but... Um, you don't have to go into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going to. I'm actually quite interested in that point you brought up just then where it's like, well, we're just like regression to the mean that person's probably going to get better. 
in a couple weeks. Reminds uh, me of a meme we made one time. Oh, really? Did you make one of those? Obviously, I haven't dug deep enough. I not. Oh, <laughs> I, I think I've scrolled all the way to the depths of your memes, but I've probably forgotten one. Uh, but I had this conversation with someone yesterday uh, where we were talking about what is an EP's job for musculoskeletal... <laughs> That's a great meme. <laughs> so, so guy like, hey, hey, tapping his temple going, you know this one. It's like speciali- specializing in musculoskeletal rehab so you can take credit for injuries that would have recovered in 12 weeks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Took a bit of personal offense to that one. But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's so true. Like the vast majority of acute injuries um, or niggles are going to recover in, you know, eight to 12 weeks, whether you do something or not. So... How can our job as EPs be just exercise prescription? And this came up, and this is probably digging a bit too deep into a new topic, so we won't go too deep in it. But I brought up because we started talking about like uh, ChatGPT and programming. And it was like, hey, ChatGPT, write me a shoulder rehab program. Um, And it would spurt out a 12 week program with like progressive resistance training and all these things. And it's like, fuck, if ChatGPT can do this, then what is our job? Because our job then can't be just prescribe exercise. Mm. That's like the basic level that a computer can do now for us. So we have to be able to do something more than that. And the conversation went towards uh, like what other value can we provide people on top of our exercise prescription because anyone can do that. Yeah. Right? Um, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, well, like... You better you've you've done the done the study. You should be pretty good at the whole the actual prescription part of it. Like, what is it that you add beyond that? And I think um, I said it before. Like, uh, training can be uncomfortable. It can be boring for some people. Some people genuinely dislike it, but it is still a good thing to do. And if you can be the person that is there to support them to do so, mm. that's that's powerful. And uh, the same goes for like the social element. Um, and I, I always kind of viewed, I never had this relationship with a practitioner where I felt like, you know, there was some sort of, you know, like genuine connection where like, I'll only go back to this GP. But having worked in a GP clinic for a while, there's a lot of people that only go back to their G, this one GP. And there is some connection there, right? Mm. So that's also a powerful thing, mm. be it therapeutic or not. It's important that people have these connections within their community. So there's, there's a lot to be gained from what we provide. Mm. beyond chat GPT uh, shoulder rehab programs. Exactly, right? Mm. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of what uh, people think our job is is like we just prescribe exercise. Um, But I feel like that can't really be uh, what our job is Mm. as the the foundation because that's... (laughs) There's, there's, there's clearly not that much skill involved in that if, like, ChatGPT can, can blurt out a program. Like, Joe, one of our other EPs, is, a, like, a pretty high-level rower, like, flatwater rower. Um, and I was like, Joe, I'm going to get ChatGPT to make a 12-week, like, row program uh, that's leading up to a 2K event because that was relevant to her. And she looked through it. She's like, whoa. That's, like, <laughs> that's scary. That, that, that's like fucking great. And my coach gave that to me. I was wow. like, hmm, should I be paying my coach for this? <laughs> I was like, well, what else is your coach giving you? Yeah. Mm. Um, so that was really, really, really interesting. Mm. I think that's something for people to think about is like, think about what else you can provide. 
Yeah. Other than that. And Andrew, you brought this up at our quarterly uh, meeting two weeks ago. And it was uh, that the thing was like when people ask you what you do for a living. Um, and it's like the, it was like the Simon Sinek thing. So it was like, why? Uh, can you explain to me? I can't remember how it works. So this is Simon Sinek saying if people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Mm. So if if we think that our job and, and the the message that we're sending the community is that our job is to prescribe exercise for chronic disease, well, chat GPT can do that. Mm. Whereas, you know, if we see our role as... Um, helping people live the life that they want to live through a balanced and, and, you know, moderated approach to progressive exercise, like people are going to be more likely to engage with someone because it's not just some words on a piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. People want to see a human. They don't want to be sent a piece of paper every week through email or something. They want to see a human every week. And I hope... I hope that's what people get from the memes, actually. I hope that people realise that we're funny and some some EPs are humorous, some go right to the point and you just find one that's good for you, find one that's suited to your needs, that has the right why that suits you because different people mm. have different things they're looking for. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think the last point on that is, like, if you think that, you know, templating programs across uh, an entire workforce or entire team is uh, a good way to do it then it's like well like you're kind of reducing yourself to saying that AI can do now yeah mm. uh, sure. so like your value should be elsewhere mm-hmm. I think your value or our value as EPs and any healthcare should be like individualizing things to mm. people rather than going down to the level of like well this is a program I use for everyone yeah. and it works I'm interested in um, you, Andrew, because it would seem like it would be super efficient to give all your EPs or the people that work for you a template to follow or a program to follow. Mm. Yeah. Um, so what, like, pros and cons for doing that? <laughs> <laughs> pros and cons. Cons is we might not have a workplace That's anymore a because question. people are like, fuck this, this is boring. Um, clients would probably think the same way, like are you giving me the same program that you gave that person? Like, I'm not that person, I'm different. Like, mm. what's that about? Um, Do you reckon <laughs> it would work? Sure. You, I mean, yeah, you, you, get you, would, results. You, would, you would see some results because yeah. you're going from people not doing much to people doing something. Yeah. So you would probably see some improvement somewhere. Mm. Um, could it be done better? Like, fuck it. Like, that's, that's mm. why we are here. Um, I... Like what I said before, like if I just dictated, this is the program, you run the program. Well, a personal trainer can run a program, an AHA can run a program, um, anybody can run a program. There's mm-hmm. no enjoyment, there's no freedom, flexibility in mm-hmm. people's ability to do that. So I have steered very far away from that uh, because. My own experience has been that I have seen people come in who present almost identically and I give them a similar program and one gets better and one doesn't. And so why, in in my own like racking my brain of why that's happened, 
you've realized that something is different and I can't just do the same thing for everybody because people will respond differently. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that, yeah, totally agree on that one. I think that comes back to as well that book that we always refer to, uh, Drive by Daniel Pink. Have you guys read, Dr- read Drive by no. Daniel Pink? Read no. it. <laughs> um, it's about like internal versus external motivation uh, like in the workforce. Uh, and I think that comes back to that where because the with if you template an entire team and the programs that they provide, it takes out a lot of the admin, it takes out a lot of the fluff, probably takes out a lot of the extra costs in the business. Therefore, it can run more efficiently. Therefore, people can probably get paid more. So it makes a lot of sense as a business. Uh, makes makes a lot of sense as a business there. Um, but in terms of the motivation of the team, um, people are more motivated longer term if it's internal motivation. And internal motivation isn't necessarily more money. Mm. So as long as you are getting paid um, an amount that like allows you to live the life that you want to live, then post that, the thing that's going to motivate you to come to work every day, uh, not dread Monday mornings, uh, want to stay at the place you're at long term, is that you have the ability to grow and the ability to challenge yourself and the ability to experiment and do things your own way as opposed to just being dictated as to this is how you should be doing everything. Uh, I see, I can see, well, I can see myself at least uh, being a person that I can't sit still, I can't do the same thing all the time, that I would get bored out of my fucking mind mm. if I had to do that. And I would not last very long in a workplace like that, uh, even if they were paying me a shit ton of money. Mm. Because like enjoying, you know, the 38 to 40 hours a week that I spend here is more important <coughs> than um, having money to spend on the two days a week that I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I, I imagine for people just kind of entering into the workforce that that is challenging. Sure. In definitely. the sense that like, oh shit, I'm put in a room with somebody and they've got some stuff going on and they're, they're talking to me about like, you know, what should I do to help in my recovery or rehab or whatever. Um, and you're going like, is there a template that I can follow? Like, is there, mm. is there somebody else has done something that I can, like, kind of copy-paste to see if, like, just to get a bit of a leg up mm. here. Mm. Um, I'd be curious on, like, what your advice would be to those new grads sitting in that room going, fuck, what, what do I do? Fail hard, fail fast. <laughs> totally. Um, and then speak to someone about it. Yeah, mm. nice. Yeah, just yeah. Fill, fill those gaps. That's what we were talking about before. It's like, you have to be passionate about it. You have to be... Um, like, you know, critical enough of yourself to realize that there's uh, limitations to your capacities mm. and then build on it. And yeah. I think mm. you can communicate to the client as well. If you're put in that position, um, you can fail hard, fail fast and then let them know that, like, I care about you and I want you to be able to do these things. Um, but, like, maybe that's out of my expertise or maybe I, I said something wrong to you last week or something like that and you can always like communication is key i think if you're really open to the client they always appreciate that mm. um and yeah never fails definitely mm. it failed me i feel <laughs> i feel like as well that as a new grad you might find a bit of that stability and that ease of uh ease of mind of how oh, there are templates to follow and oh it is a little more 
of a secure, easy start um, that maybe these are good jobs to do as well early on are these like more, uh, these jobs where uh, you do have a lot of support, do have a, maybe some more templated programs um, and then later down the track, maybe mm-hmm. 6, 12, 18, two years, you're probably going to find that you're a bit like, I want to do something different now. I think it takes like a week. Oh, <laughs> I think shit. once you know the program, it gets yeah. real boring wow. real fast. Okay, there you go. Anyway, from a, from a week to six months to, <laughs> yeah. two years, to two years. I think like all you kind of want from the template is uh, some sense of some sense that you're doing right, mm. and that's mm. the same sort of feedback that you can get from someone, yeah, like a mentor true. who's going to give you that feedback and more. Yeah. Mm. So strong mentoring is a great template. Did you guys have mentors? I occasionally reach out to a few of my supervisors from um, uh, my masters. Mm. Um, I also, uh, do I say it? Um, I didn't have the greatest experience with my first uh, graduate job, Mm. but I still feel like there's lots you can um, learn from the bad jobs Mm. um, as long as you take the right mindset into it. It's like, Mm. yeah, again, you have to be willing to accept that things aren't, going precisely as you'd want them to and then like seek the answers mm. uh, it might come from a mentor it might come from a book it might come from mm. um, you know it might it might be a matter of reading up on guidelines whatever that might be mm. Mm. Dave's yeah. a great mentor of mine but in terms of yeah, like nice. debriefing <laughs> yeah, that's nice <laughs> oh don't talk yourself up I was about to say nah Dave's a good mentor I had some good mentors in my um, placements mm. And I think the best thing that Dave's like, he's a good mentor because he just listens. I'll come back with stories of how like I failed and he'll be like, oh no, it's okay. And he won't actually say anything interesting like he never does. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he'll just like, listen. <laughs> just kidding. You're great. All the time I thought I was interesting. <laughs> great tips for mentors. Don't say anything interesting. Don't yeah. say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, following on from that question then, like obviously you are the oracle when it comes to exercise, physio- both of you, collectively, <laughs> oracles. Are, no, I put it at me. Um, <laughs> who, should be people, who should people be following on social Ooh. media? I wanted to ask you guys this question. Uh, exercise physiology memes. <laughs> Correct. Rebound health, uh, no one else. Honest, <laughs> and that's honest, it. The Honest EP podcast. <laughs> Um, that's about it, really. <laughs> um, who else do I follow on Instagram that is good? Oh, dear. I mean, can I say that I don't follow heaps of good pages at the moment um, that are, like, posting regularly? I don't know. I Maybe we, that's for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. You know, spending their time in clinic. and Yeah. I feel like uh, uh, it's hard. It's very hard to find a, a good Instagram that like is uh, informative and will give you good information because like the the content is so short. Um, you'll often find the best sort of content on podcasts and whatnot. And even then, you've got to be quite um, again critical of what you see um, because not everyone's right. Um, there's a lot of people who go on the Joe Rogan podcast that just say stuff there's a lot of people on other podcasts that just say stuff and Instagram is almost 100% just people saying stuff Mm. like yeah there's a lot of wrong stuff out there Um, (laughs) can't go wrong with ACSM though 
They're no, pretty good. They're great. They we like, love them. They <laughs> we love them. <laughs> we promise. Just sponsor. Mountain um, Culture's a pretty good follow. <laughs> they are actually. They are funny banter. Oh, uh, CSIRO is great. They oh, have actually, good banter really and, really? and they combine research with their banter. So they're actually a good oh, shout. That's oh, good. All of them. Anything with the little research, like if you just sprinkle a bit of research into your feed while mm. I'm flicking through, I like to have a little bit of facts mm. among the, you know, bicep curls and squats. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There is a lot of try this exercise today. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of beef for some reason. A lot of people arguing Beeps. with other people over, oh. like, can we just leave that behind? Yeah. I so, think I mean, yeah. We, we try to just be like a more of a Wholesome, celebration yeah. of mm. cool science and a profession that we consider valuable. So. Mm. I think the only advice I can give on social media is don't take anything you read as fact straight yes. away. Like if you see something and you're interested in it, like go and do some more research into it or DM the person or comment mm. and be curious. Don't go, that's fucking bullshit. Mm. Like just ask a, ask a question because if people are posting, they really want engagement. Like that's kind of the nature of Instagram and any social media platform that people are posting for engagement. So they are likely to reply unless they have like millions of followers. Most pages you're following for, for our industry, they're going to reply to you uh, if you ask a curious question, mm -hmm. not like a dickhead question. Yeah. Um, if you are following a page that you just find really in, uh, like aggravating and it just makes your blood boil, uh, just unfollow. unfollow it. Throw your unfollow. phone against the wall. Yeah, it's not <laughs> helpful. Let the, let the anger in. Yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if you realize that it's because it's challenging your bias in a good way and you can be aware of that and then you can try and work out, hmm, should I actually be listening to this uh, by looking to it a little bit further? Great, that's good. Maybe it shouldn't make your blood boil. But if they are just a page that is pissing you off over and over, stop fucking following them. Straight up, surround yourself with like pages that uh, that challenge you. Okay, you can't just follow pages that make you happy and reinforce what you already believe, because then you're going to get stuck in a little rabbit hole, and you're uh, going to think that everything you do is perfect, uh, which it probably isn't. So, still uh, follow pages that challenge you, but don't just challenge. Oh, don't follow pages that make you angry. <laughs> That's very true. Um, also, I think there is a, a risk of letting, uh, like you said, uh, don't take it as fact. There is a risk of letting uh, Instagram sneak into practice, like evidence-based mm. practice. And then you see like there's a lot of ideas that kind of spread like wildfire. Everyone's on the like uh, cold plunge like oh. thing right now. Um, and it's just, just because someone says it doesn't mean it's true, just temper that 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 mm. like urge to latch onto whatever they're mm. saying mm. maybe try it for yourself um but don't <laughs> oh, necessarily gosh. go and recommend it to your clients yeah. without uh, a little bit of extra yeah. <laughs> extra research perhaps it would be the way to go i think there's definitely benefit to going oh i wonder if that would work um and then looking further into it but yeah probably not straight from instagram into practice <laughs> Yeah. Even, jump, if jumping like, a couple steps if, there. even if they have PhD after their name in their, mm. their bio, you know? Yeah. Doesn't Always. mean anything. Uh, you know, the nature of um, marketing and promotion is not conducive <laughs> to like uh, nuanced conversations about science. Yeah, I mean, nothing is really stopping me from putting PhD after my name 
Nothing's on Instagram. So true. Mm. Heard it here first. Heard it here first. R.G. Richards, PhD. That's it. It's actually Dr. R.G. M.D. Add that in. Yeah, official. M.D. Oh, dear. All right. One last question before we finish up because my beer is done. It's actually for Andrew. Andrew, on your LinkedIn page, on your LinkedIn page, what do the letters after your name actually mean? And what are they? Uh, so the, the letters after my name are M-A-I-C-D. Yeah. So it's the member of Australian Institute of Company Directors. Right, okay, cool. I've always wanted that. I've never known the answer to it. Cool. Archie, you can uh, add that in. P- <laughs> PhD. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, do you guys ever have any other things you want to cover on the air? I feel like we plugged the, the memes page plenty. Yeah, um, they don't even need to look at it now. They just heard your descriptions they, that, and they're going to... That's all five of the memes that are on the page. <laughs> <laughs> There's more. <laughs> um, no, thank you for having us. Yeah, we, appreciate it. we love your social medias, by the way. We like Reband social medias. We think you guys do a great job of um, promoting a workplace and making it like a nice, a cool place to... Looks like it's fun to work at. No so. one can see, but we've got a room full of thumbs up and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fists in the air. Job off just sliding across the table. Megan, I'm happy because when I made the Instagram page, Reband underscore EP, that's all I wanted to do was just Aww. make it look like uh, a place that was fun to work at. I didn't really care you too much You didn't care if it was like, actually fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just <laughs> the image. It's just a facade. <laughs> it actually sucks here. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we did we did walk through the gym and it did look kind of fun. So. <laughs> gym is fun. Can Dave and I can confirm. Looks pretty nice. Looks pretty good. So I mean, where do we find you guys? How how can people uh, get in touch with you or follow you? Exercise underscore physiology underscore memes. Awesome. On Instagram. Great. How That's often it? do you upload? Oh, good question. <laughs> Quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. Um, We're trying to... It's hard to be spicy on a daily basis, in truth. (laughs) That's very fair. We we try to also... So we send each other memes before we post them. And sometimes it takes a while because we won't be happy with it. And Mm. high quality control. That's good. Once a month. (laughs) That's what we're after in a meme page is high quality control. That's what you can get from two researchers. (laughs) (laughs) Academic rigor. Academic rigor. Megan, how is the 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 Audi kombucha? Oh, it was good. It went down fast. It was nice. a lot of sugar and <laughs> not much else. Nice. It was great. It tasted good. Very good. How's the mountain culture? Good. Proud of my contribution. That was a great contribution. I'm actually getting into stouts. I think. Are you? Yeah. In your old age. In my old age. Yeah. I I traditionally hate dark beer or just like don't enjoy it. But mm. the more I've had it. The, the more I've enjoyed it, believe it or not. I had one the other day at Nomad um, and it was like a, a strong, like, 12% double... Blah, That's blah, becoming blah, blah, more blah. of a thing, isn't it? And oh it tastes... There's, there's a lot of craft beers going around that are like rocket fuel but actually taste all right now. Yeah. Mm. yeah that is dangerous. dangerous. It's mm. super dangerous. And you get a schooner of that and you go, oh, I'm just going to drive home. It's like, wait. Can I drive home? <laughs> I Did I drive here? Yeah. <laughs> like, where am I? <laughs> oh dear. No, that was a good beer. Well done, Mountain Culture. Mm. And the can looks great. Mm. Very good. Oh, guys. We might wrap it up. Very good. Cue exit music. Nice. See you later. <laughs>